Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burse, LCSW, and today we are going to be talking about really understanding trauma and how it is a nervous system response and its impact on foster and adoptive families and the kids in our care. So we know that as foster and adoptive mamas, we are constantly navigating the complex landscape of trauma, and that's really an integral part of our parenting journey when we say yes to foster care or parenting kids from hard places. And the term trauma itself carries weight. I think we can all agree on that, often evoking a sense of fear and concern for the well-being of our kids. So in this episode, we are going to delve into the clinical definition of trauma, emphasizing its nature as a nervous system response rather than a fixed event. And I'll tell you why that's important in just a few minutes. But really understanding this crucial crucial distinction allows us to approach parenting from a place of knowledge, compassion, and resilience, which we are definitely always striving for. So first things first, trauma, clinically speaking, and I'm talking as a clinical therapist, a social worker who has studied this, and I'm not saying that I'm right and everyone else is wrong, but I think that there is a narrative that happens around trauma in the foster care and adoption space that is well-intended but misinformed, misguided information. It's not, it's coming from a place of um, wanting to help people become trauma-informed, which is a really, really good thing, but we throw around the word trauma um, and we really aren't quite clear on what it means. And when we get clear on what it means, we are much more effective parents and so many other benefits too. So I'm getting a little ahead of myself because I'm really passionate about this, but I really think it's important for us to understand the clinical definition of trauma is not an event that happens to you like foster care or a car accident or, you know, having a long hospitalization for something. That is not what trauma is. Trauma is a complex response of the nervous system to overwhelming stress on the body and the mind, or just the body. And it's really, really critical to grasp that two individuals exposed to the same event, like foster care, or a car accident, or a long hospitalization, or anything else, may experience it differently. And then because of that, the impact on their nervous systems can vary significantly. So the nervous system is our body's kind of intricate communication network. It responds to stress through the activation of the sympathetic nervous system, which is that fight, flight, or freeze response, or the parasympathetic nervous system, which is that rest and digest state that we hope to stay in more often than not, right? So in the context of trauma, the body often remains stuck in the heightened state of alertness, that hypervigilant state, which impacts emotional regulation, cognition, and behavior. So the importance of distinguishing trauma from events is twofold. The first is that we need to move beyond assumptions, right? We need to understand that trauma as a nervous system response prompts us to move beyond assumptions about a child's experiences because we are not them. We don't know what it's like to be inside of their bodies. We don't know the thoughts that are going through their minds or how they're experiencing anything. It's impossible to definitively know whether or not a child has experienced trauma solely based on their history. Now, if you have a child who's older, it might be able to verbalize to you, yes, I have experienced trauma or I am having a trauma response right now. But especially with young babies, 
We don't know. We really can't know. So recognizing this uncertainty encourages a more nuanced and individualized approach to parenting. And this is one of those kind of things as a therapist, I'm like, I know that we like a black and white, a this or that. I w- it's, it's easier for my brain to comprehend that all babies in foster care have experienced trauma rather than maybe some babies in foster care have experienced trauma, but it's just not the case. Clinically speaking, that is not the case. And again, I'm not saying this because I want to be right and prove other people wrong. That's totally not it. I truly believe that people are coming from a a well-intended, wonderful place of trying to educate and inform and becoming trauma-informed is super important. And I will talk about that more too. But the reason why this is so important is because we have to allow space for everyone's experience, right? We want to parent too from a place of knowledge and not fear. I hear this from so many people. I think in our attempt to become trauma-informed, we create a space of being trauma-afraid. And when I talk to foster parents and adoptive parents about trauma, most of them are fearful, Okay, so fear can be a very powerful driving force, especially when we're concerned about our kids' well-being, right? Like what more are we concerned about than that? But parenting from a place of fear is super counterproductive. So we need to, yes, embrace a trauma-informed perspective and learn as much as we can. And we need to equip ourselves with knowledge and tools to support our children effectively. Um, And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more too. The impact of trauma on kids who have experienced foster care and kids who have experienced in utero adverse childhood events. So let's let's talk about those really quickly. Um, many foster and adoptive parents grapple with the fear that their child may face less than optimal outcomes later in life due to their early experiences. And this fear is completely valid and often stems from a desire to provide the best possible future for our kids. I mean, again, what parent doesn't want that, right? And there's also the other fear that I hear a ton is the fear of extreme behavioral challenges. And that's why, like, again, people talk about like, oh gosh, like those kids that have experienced foster care, like are those kids in foster care, they're going to be super behaviorally challenging or adopting a kid from an orphanage is going to be super behaviorally like hard for parents later in life. And I think, again, those are not helpful statements. We know that, right? Um, But it's essential to recognize that behavioral challenges may be rooted in trauma responses. Yes, that is true. And a deeper understanding of these responses allows us to approach challenges, behavioral challenges, other types of challenges, school challenges, with empathy and targeted intervention. So it's all about making us, again, trauma-informed, not trauma-afraid. So trauma-informed parenting is when we are actively acknowledging that trauma can manifest in various ways and recognize the importance of providing a safe and supportive environment for healing. That's the foundation, like the crux of trauma-informed parenting. It emphasizes connection, understanding, and responsiveness, and truly it is best practice for just about every single behavior (laughs) that I could tell you about or that you could come up with or that you could tell me that your child is is having trouble with or my child is having trouble with because of the emphasis on connection, understanding, and responsiveness. This, I think our generation of parents are starting to truly understand how different we need to approach parenting troubling behaviors with our kids than maybe our parents did with us, right? 
So while it's true that all adoptees and former foster youth have experienced the adverse childhood experience of being adopted or having been in, ch- in foster care, not all of them report experiencing trauma. And I have had guests on my podcast who have been former foster youth and or have experienced adoption, and they do not report that it, is a, it was a traumatic experience for them. And so therefore, it's vital to listen to each person's unique narrative and respect the individual journey and acknowledge the diversity of responses to challenging circumstances and not lump them all into one category that it, it, like, it's just so, I mean, as a therapist too, like I, I really try hard not to invalidate people. It's something that I feel very strongly about. So when we say all adoptees have experienced trauma, it's not only clinically incorrect, but it's hurtful to the adoptees who say, no, that's not how I feel. That is not my experience. Um, and again, it, it ramps up that fear that, oh, all adopted kids are going to have trauma. All foster kids are going to have trauma. Now, maybe most of them do. And I would, I would say, yes, specifically, I mean, sorry, statistically speaking, that's probably true. But we just can't be so all or nothing when we talk about something as nuanced as trauma. So that being said, we need to invest time in educating ourselves about trauma and its impact on kids, right? We want to utilize resources, attend workshops, and engage with professionals who specialize in trauma-informed care. And if you are looking for any of those things, I have a whole list of resources, a whole shop full in the link in my Instagram bio at fearless underscore fostering, or you can look on my website, fearlessfostering.com under offers, um, including one-to-one sessions with me if that is something that would serve you. It's really also important as we do this work, as we engage in this education for ourselves around trauma, we connect with other foster and adoptive parents who share similar experiences. It's really, really critical to build a supportive community that provides a space for shared insights, encouragement, and the exchange of effective strategies. We are better together. That is one reason why I love my Embrace the Unknown group. It meets once a month on the first of every month, and we just pop in. It's like office hours, but we can hear how people are doing, and we can kind of troubleshoot and problem solve where we are right now in this moment with our kids. And then number three, professional guidance. Again, it's really important to seek guidance from trauma-informed therapists, foster care-informed therapists, or counselors who can offer personalized strategies for supporting your child's unique needs. Um, I know I'm biased as a therapist, but I think that um, professional support is just so important for every single person (laughs) who is doing foster care. And every single kid who, I mean, well, every kid, I would just honestly say it's good for everybody there. I'll just leave it at that. But it really does contribute to a comprehensive and informed approach to parenting. So I encourage you to make use of that resource. Um, And now we know understanding trauma as a nervous system response empowers us as foster and adoptive mamas to navigate the challenges of parenting with knowledge and compassion. The distinction between trauma and events allows us to approach our kids' experiences with nuance, which we always want to do, and acknowledges the individuality of their responses. It's much harder for us, I think, to sit with, I don't know if my kid is going to report having a tra- like trauma someday. I don't know. It's much, even though it's hard to hear that, yes, a kid has, is 
feeling traumatized by something, it's much easier for us to tolerate just on a cognitive level, yes or no. And so hopefully by becoming more trauma-informed, we can cultivate just more strategies to support our kids on their unique journeys and allow space for their unique journey to unfold, knowing that we have the resources and we will get the resources that we need to help them and help ourselves every step of the way. It is a journey of continuous learning, adaptation, and for sure, above all, love. And I want to let you know that I, if you're listening to this right now, the fact that you're even listening to this, I know that you're an amazing parent and you're doing a great job and you want to do the best by your kids. And I'm so, so proud of you for that. And I want to let you know an extra layer of excitement is I am hosting a month-long celebration uh, all December long with daily sales in my shop. So (laughs) this is literally crazy, but I am letting the prices for each item in my shop be chosen by a random number generator each day. So this literally means that you will have the chance to snag resources like my Fearless Fostering Group Coaching Program, Embrace the Unknown Support Bundle and Foster Mama Starter Kit, and including one-on-one sessions with me, like everything in my shop is at an unbelievable price. And I'm just literally putting it in a number generator and it's selecting the price. So it's just fun for me. And I invite you to check the store daily for updated sale prices all this month. The link to everything mentioned in this episode is in the episode description. And you can explore all these incredible details, even right now, as long as you're not driving, by clicking the link in the episode description. I am so looking forward also to connecting with you at my Good Grief live training on December 11th, and I will link that up in the episode description as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of this community, and thank you for all that you're doing.